Afghanistan coping with the crisis, conversations with Afghan households in Kabul province. Key findings. Households in both rural, Karabag, and urban areas of Kabul, Naia 5, struggled to meet their basic needs because of the dismal economic situation and dysfunctional financial system affecting the country since the political transition of August 2021. Households mentioned that their most pressing problems were food insecurity and inadequate clothing for the winter season. The fear of the interim Taliban authorities, ITA, persecuting and detaining people and government decrees and directives regulating access to the formal and informal economy are additional obstacles that reduce the probability of households having adequate livelihoods. Afghan households attempt to meet these challenges by using a variety of approaches, which can be categorized as insurance, reversible, irreversible, or risky coping strategies. The major findings are detailed below. The economic and humanitarian crisis has forced Afghan households to employ various coping strategies, some of which have long-term negative consequences, such as deteriorating health, debt burden, and an increased number of people living below the poverty line. There are also protection concerns over risky coping mechanisms, such as child labor. All households surveyed in this research are forced to employ short-term coping strategies that reduce costs and mobilize extra resources. The most common coping strategy is dietary changes, including reducing food consumption, food quality, and the number of meals. All study households, 100%, had changed their diets by avoiding expensive food, for example meat, fruits, nuts, eggs, 11% regularly skipped meals. Other widely used coping strategies include delaying or giving up medical treatment, 72%, borrowing money from relatives and friends, 47%, accessing humanitarian aid, 44%, selling household assets, 44%, and child labor, 28%. Households sold a variety of household assets including furniture, tables, carpets, appliances, washing machines, vacuum cleaners, jewelry, productive land, and livestock. Furniture and appliances were difficult to sell because of the lack of demand and they generated relatively little income. Jewelry, land, and livestock were difficult to sell because they hold material and sentimental value for families who consider them part of their legacy. However, it was easier to find buyers for these items and they generated relatively more money. Many coping strategies have negative long-term effects. Strategies such as borrowing or selling off productive assets may be reversible but come at a cost, while strategies like eating less or lower quality foods, resulting in long-term negative health impacts, or foregoing education for work, are not irreversible. Persons adopting negative coping strategies were aware of the damaging long-term effects but nevertheless adopted them out of a lack of options. The importance of household assets differs depended on the household's specific situation. Selling land can be an irreversible strategy for a poor, small landholding family, a risk prevention, insurance strategy for mid-sized and large landholding households, or not possible at all for those who rent. The selling productive, for example poultry, cows, vehicles, sewing machines, land, and non-productive, for example furniture, household assets should be distinguished. The former is an irreversible coping strategy for households with low economic capital and no savings and would imply a different set of humanitarian responses. Humanitarian assistance is an important coping strategy, although household respondents observe that access is uneven, with some noting patterns of exclusion. For example, only one of the 17 women-headed households interviewed and three of the 12 households with people with disabilities or chronic illnesses reported having received humanitarian assistance. Some suggested that community leaders act as gatekeepers and that corruption in aid distribution is an obstacle to access. Others who used to work with the Republic's Afghan National Defense and Security Forces, ANS, were hesitant to add their names to recipient lists for fear of local Taliban authorities identifying them. 
three of the five most mentioned coping strategies in the household interviews, avoiding expensive food items, delaying medical treatment, and seeking access to humanitarian aid, are not included in the Protection Cluster Household Survey data, demonstrating that qualitative interviews provide more nuanced responses than multiple-choice surveys. Household interviews highlight the importance of distinguishing the sale of productive, for example poultry, cows, vehicles, sewing machines, land, and non-productive, for example furniture, household assets, since the former is an irreversible coping strategy for households with low economic capital and no savings and would imply a different set of humanitarian responses. About this report. Understanding the challenges Afghan households face in their own words and what they are doing to address and adapt to these challenges is an important dimension of knowing how best to support them. Humanitarian response plans, HRPs, do not always put the agency of the population at the center of their programming. This analysis contributes to filling this gap by exploring the coping strategies that Afghan households living in urban and rural Kabul use to meet short-term basic and longer-term strategic needs. The findings of this study can help inform programmatic interventions that can support the building of household resilience to withstand economic shocks and changes, focusing on those most vulnerable to these shocks, such as women and women-headed households. In this report, a household is defined as a group of people, usually related to one another by birth or marriage, who live, cook, and eat together. Food insecurity refers to limited or uncertain availability of nutritionally adequate and safe foods, or limited or uncertain ability to acquire acceptable foods in socially acceptable ways. Coping strategies are defined as individual or household behavioral responses to inadequate resources. The humanitarian sector has typically defined household coping strategies in terms of ensuring food security. Food insecurity is not the only challenge households may face in a humanitarian crisis. Risks and challenges may include those related to shelter, health, protection, and safety. How households cope with challenges will be specific to the challenges they face, the context in which they find themselves, and the tools at their disposal. This analysis was produced by ACAPS in collaboration with Knowledge House UK. We would like to thank them for their support in the data collection and primary analysis phases. Methodology ACAPS has taken a qualitative research perspective to understand the following. The current challenges that households identify as affecting their lives. The actions households have taken to adapt to their changing context, i.e. coping strategies. Coping strategies that have been exhausted. ACAPS collected this data in January 2023 using several qualitative research methods. The interviews included open-ended questions in line with ACAPS' approach of letting communities speak for themselves. Not wanting to assume that food insecurity was one of the main challenges households were facing in Afghanistan, we asked the households to first articulate the challenges they saw in their lives and then explore how they were adapting and coping with these challenges. The primary data collection comprised 36 in-depth household interviews in Kabul province, 18 in rural and 18 in urban areas, see below on sampling. We also conducted six expert interviews and a secondary data review for triangulation and to put findings in a wider context. We conducted interviews both remotely over the phone and face-to-face. -face. We analyzed the data using qualitative content analysis, pulling out main themes and patterns and basic descriptive statistics. Sampling The qualitative data comes from a diverse sample of households living in Kabul province, covering one rural district, Karabag, and one urban municipality district, Na'ir 5, see map 1 below. Kabul City's 5th municipality district, Na'ir, is located in the west of the capital, and Karabag district is located 50 kilometers to the north of Kabul City and is crossed by the Ring Road on its way to Salong Pass. 
The selection of Kabul province as the main site for this research was based on its relative accessibility to researchers and its context as a historic melting pot with residents from different backgrounds. The province has been the center of gravity for in-migration over the past two decades and includes formal and informal settlements. Carrying out the research here allowed the team to reach a diverse range of households within the short time frame available for the study and to include households feeling the effect of the changes since the political transition of August 2021. Agriculture, employment with the government, INGOs, NNGOs, and service providers in Kabul city, and markets and transportation shape Kabul province's economy. Government employment contributes to a more substantial part of household incomes in Kabul province than in rural districts elsewhere in the country, which the Taliban has been controlling even before August 2021.